0: this is indirect
1: kick hello indirect fam we're back greg is not here um like a true Chelsea fan, he only shows up when they're successful and they're winning. Um, although they did win today, but not they're not doing too well. Um, but I do have Brian here. Um, hey everybody. Hey, um, uh, a Real Madrid and a Manchester United operative. Um, <laughs> You're blowing my cover. Man. Oh, yeah, uh, we ex- we're gonna expose you on this podcast, um, and. I think we should bring back Wayne Rooney's hairline. I think it's close enough to – because we're probably not going to record until after MLS starts. So we're bringing that back, Wayne Rooney's hairline back. Um, yeah, we just get into it. Um, we're going to talk Champions League. Don't worry, Brian. Um, we're going to talk about the CONCACAF Champions League. I know you're itching to talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um. So I have some quick things because it's quick news and notes that I kind of saw since we last recorded – Um. The NWSL uh, is going to be all online now. They're going to be on Yahoo Sports. Uh, I believe it's going to be free. I don't think it's going to be a subscription service. They're not going to be on Lifetime anymore. Um, I get that the internet is the future, and we have robot overlords, but this seems like a step back, and the same thing with like the DC United broadcasting deal. Um, I mean, I'm not a television executive or run. I don't run soccer, so what do I know? But it doesn't seem like a good idea to me.
0: Yeah, second that. I don't think. I mean, I don't think the deal they had was that great, being on Lifetime. But they were on television, which is more than they are
1: now. Well, uh, CCL is, uh the ComfCast Champions League is on Yahoo too, so it is it's, right. it is easily accessible. Um, you know, it's not like it's just a random website. Like it's a pretty heavily used website, so that's that's a good thing. But we'll see. Well, I mean, it can't be any. I mean, it's probably going to be about the same as if they were on YouTube, because they were on YouTube. I think their first couple of years of existence so it's not going to be any worse than that but it would have been it would have been better if they had at least like one game a week on on a real tv station all right um next we have to talk about we're not going to talk about Brian, you still there Uh okay um just make sure we didn't lose you uh next thing we got to talk about is um the Concacaf champions league one particular game uh Tigres did lose, which is kind of a shock, but uh, nothing compared to what Toronto did. Uh, Toronto, who were in the final last year, I believe. Correct? Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, uh, almost won the whole thing. Think they did? They lose to Tigres, or they was that? or they beat them in the semifinals. I
0: can't remember who they lost to. It wasn't Tigres,
1: though. Okay, I think they beat them in the semifinals. They Um, did. Okay. Um, but yeah, they lost four nothing in Panama. Um, they did lose their best player. They lost to uh, they lost uh, Giovanni Giov- uh, Giovinco, but I'm sorry, um, Sebastian Giov- Giovinco. Um, but um, they should not be losing for nothing uh, to a Panama a Panamanian team I never heard of. No offense to Panama. Yeah,
0: Independiente is the team. I don't know anything about them other than they just beat Toronto FC 4 uh,
1: nothing. Apparently, this is their first ever time in the tournament. I mean, I hope to make a run, right? Why not? Yeah, I mean, it'll be a little less embarrassing if they actually make it to, uh, to a deep run, a semifinal right. or a final.
0: On the other hand, a whole bunch of MLS teams have won since then. Houston, Red Bulls, and SKC is winning right now, and Atlanta plays later today.
1: Yeah, um, a good a good thing about Atlanta being Soccer City, USA. I don't know if you saw this. Um, they're covering. Uh, they're really covering like the Concacaf Champions like it's the real. Champions League, like it's like UEFA Champions League. They have like actual reporters, like in Costa Rica. I don't know exactly who they're playing, but um, they have like they had did like a little report with like the I think it was like for the radio, but they had like it a was. Twitter video, and it's, yeah, I was like, it's it, it's it's nice to like they're really treating every part of it like it's a it, they're treating Atlanta United like it's Manchester United. They're covering every part of the of the sport, which is nice to see.
0: Yeah, it is. It is. So Atlanta United goes down to Costa Rica. They play at 10 o'clock, so just in time for us to finish recording and watch. Uh, they're playing, and I'm going to butcher the pronunciation here, Herediano, I guess?
1: Well, hopefully nothing shocking happens, so we don't have to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Atlanta United. I'm not a, not a, a Atlanta United fan, but I'll be rooting for you in this game, so we don't miss any breaking news. Yep, yep. Um, Last piece of like business... Um. Audi Field, uh, one of the reasons it got built was for friendlies. So looking like we're going to have two friendlies. We're going to have in June, we're going to have a DC United versus Real Batiste. I forget the exact date on that. It's going to be sometime in June or July, I believe. Um, And also, uh, the U.S. men's national team is close to a deal to play a friendly in June. There's no actual date or opponent yet, but uh, it looks like it's going to be a little tune-up for the Gold Cup. So that's, that's exciting for our DC fans.
0: Yeah, I'm excited. I, I
1: hope it happens for sure. I, I think it will. I mean, um, that's I mean that's what it's built for. You can't have you can't play like USA, Costa Rica, and like RFK anymore. Right? Yeah, for sure. And if they want
0: to play in DC, it's
1: got to be at uh, Audi Field. Right. So. Uh, yeah, um, that sums up all like little news. I don't know if you have anything else that's not Champions League related. Let's get to the main event. Oh, well, sorry. Got I was gonna mention Arsenal, just to mention them real quick. Um <laughs> This would have been a very different podcast if they did not completely dominate apparently it's bate, not Bate. Like yeah, my am dumb American. Yeah, I'm not my dumb American pronunciation. Um They but, made a
0: run in the Champions League. I think they they made it to at least the last sixteen one year, a few years ago, had, maybe the quarter They are consistently so on that though.
1: They are consistently in the Champions League, so it's not like they're Total scrubs, but they went to uh, Belarus, Arsenal, and lost one nothing. Um, it was pretty embarrassing. The whole fan base was freaking out. Um, but then they come back home to a sparse crowd because of the time they played it earlier, because Chelsea was also playing in London. Um, and they um, and they won three nothing pretty handily. Um, one goal and two goals by defenders. Mustafi, who I am not a fan of, actually did good, uh, and Socrates scored. So that's that's your that's the Arsenal talk. I'll will spare anyone who's not an Arsenal fan today. All
0: right, there we go. We got our Arsenal minute.
1: Yeah. Um, anyway, okay. So the fake Champions League, the UEFA Champions League, not not as good as the Concacaf Champions League. We can get into that. Um, I was gonna go and chronolog and go in order according to Google, and then in- let me know what you think. All right, let's go. Roma Porto two one to Roma.
0: All right, Roma-Porto, I think Roma had the run of play, they were at home, but Porto has the away goal, which is huge in the Champions League. Yeah, they only so, have
1: to score one back back in Porto.
0: Yeah, that's what they mean. So if they score one, they'll go through on away goals, because they'll have scored one, one goal on the road, and uh, Roma will have scored zero. So I think I'm going to give the slight, I mean, I'm still going to give the edge to Roma, because as of right now, if it ends 0-0, zero, zero, they'll... Move on, but it's it's pretty
1: close. I think five thirty eight has it, like almost a, almost at a toss up. Um, Nicolo uh, Zaniolo, good good enough, passable. Uh, he scored twice. He's pretty much he's looking like the next Italian superstar. Um, I think he's nineteen years old. Um, I am going to be honest with you. Out of all the Champions League ties, I don't um, really care about this tie as much. Um, but I do have an interesting, uh, an interesting story that kind of relates. So, uh, Zani Zani Olo, his, um, he got mad at his mom because he's apparently taking sexy selfies and was like, uh, totally like to take him down. And when I say sexy selfies, she's just making like kissy face on Instagram, but apparently like, I don't know, he's a teenager. So maybe he's like, oh, he's just embarrassed by his mom. But, um. If you want to follow his mom, it's like Frank, or like Francesca something seventy seven to like. If you want to piss off this teenager, <laughs> okay. Um, that is pretty funny, actually. <laughs> um, Manchester United, PSG, uh, probably the most shocking result. Um, is it? Is it though? What would it, what would it be? Man City shocker? No. So the reason I'm not as shocked is
0: I think other people is if you told me two months ago that Manchester United were going to lose 2 nothing to PSG, I'd be like, hey, they actually held on pretty good. But because they fired Mourinho and then went on this crazy run with Solskjaer, uh, I think people had much higher expectations than they had literally 30 days ago. And PSG are just way better than Manchester United.
1: Well, I think a lot of people assume that um, maybe not Manchester United would dominate them, but at least probably would win because of the injuries that they didn't have Cavani, they didn't have Neymar, um, didn't somebody else from PSG get hurt? I can't, am not remembering right now. They got Mbappe, man. That's true. They, that's all you need. Um, yeah, sports so, for fun. Uh, I think Shelshire really kind of got outcoached in this game. Um, I think you know. Um, uh, I, they really kind of made it a, they were, I think they get a lot of criticism defensively and they played like the best defensive game that they could have. And they took Paul Pop out of the game who has been absolutely like, like the best player in the world for like the last month.
0: Yeah, he's been crucial for them and he started scoring goals and getting assists and he got sent off. So they'll miss him for the next game too, which is,
1: makes it even tougher. Right. I would have said if Pogba was playing, it's, like, not impossible, but improbable. But without uh, Pogba, it looks like it's probably done. Yeah, I think it's over. Um, I also didn't realize that the... I know that it didn't go well for um uh, Di Maria in Manchester, but I didn't realize... I mean, I guess it wasn't ugly, but it didn't necessarily... There's still a little heart feelings there, because he... Yeah, it
0: was an uh, acrimonious
1: yeah, a breakup. Because um, he... Assisted on the first goal, uh, did he assist on both of them? I think he assisted on both of them actually. But the first one, he like just was like talking a lot of shit, and people were like throwing stuff at. Him. Like this didn't somebody throw like a beer bottle at him, and he like drink it, or he pretended to drink it and threw it away?
0: Yeah, he did. He pretended to drink the beer, which is honestly kind of funny.
1: Yeah, but it was, um, so yeah, he had a, he was probably like the man of the match in the game.
0: Yeah, I mean, people forget how good he is. Like, I think he is definitely outshone by all the stars. He's outshone by the stars, not only for PSG, but when he
1: plays for Argentina as well. Well, also, I think that, um, especially from, like, uh, well, I guess not necessarily just American, but, like, a Premier League fan sense, I think that when somebody doesn't really do well in the Premier League, we kind of just, like, forget about them. And, you know, he'd had a one bad year, it happens, and you know he's, he's playing fantastic. And you know everybody really watches the French league, who isn't French. So maybe they're not necessarily they're not watching him day in day out. So yeah, all true. Well, speaking of beat downs,
0: do we want to move on to the next game?
1: Uh, unfortunately, we have to talk about it. Um, Tottenham three, Dortmund zero.
0: Yeah, I'm. I was very impressed with Tottenham. Or maybe, maybe, I think I was more unimpressed with Dortmund than I was impressed with Tottenham,
1: if that makes uh, any sense. The second half of Tottenham, they look like they could beat anybody. First half, I think it was pretty even, uh, I would say, because, like, Dortmund had a couple good chances. The Pulisic chance, I think Wetzel, Wetzel almost had a, good, like, had a really good chance. Yeah, there's that the header. Yeah, but once, I think once Spurs scored, it was pretty much, like, they were just taken out of the game. Yeah,
0: yeah, I mean... So Dormant, they haven't won in the month of February. Their last win was in January. Um, they're out of the the League Cup, or no, the FA Cup, or whatever it is, the equivalent in Germany. They are losing, or not losing, but they're tying in the league. They, like I said, they haven't won this month, three straight draws. And then they lost to Tottenham, so it's been a rough stretch. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's just down to tiredness or a lot of young players, inexperience. But something's going wrong, and I'm not sure if they're going to be able to fix it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it might be. Yeah, because like uh, as you said. Which
0: kind of depressing because they're an exciting team. but
1: Yeah, I mean, maybe they're also a pretty young team, so maybe just like the pressure is getting to them. or and, You know, teams just have bad stretches. Uh yeah, yeah, we couldn't have we didn't we couldn't have been realistic and said that like Bayern Munich would have finished like fifth or sixth. Uh we knew yeah. they were gonna come back and challenge even if they don't end up winning the league, at least making it competitive.
0: Yeah, yeah. But uh back to Tottenham. Tottenham they're looking people were talking about them kinda of slipping up with Harry Kane out and Delhi Ali injured, <laughs> but since then they just kept winning
1: so it's absolutely infuriating
0: <laughs>
1: i uh, like i like watching tottenham they're fun to watch okay that's a bad opinion <laughs> i'm just kidding um but uh does somebody who is not a fan of tottenham football club or to- tottenham hotspur football club i should say um they their top two players are hurt. They don't have a home. They don't have an actual stadium. They're like renting <laughs> uh, uh, Wembley Stadium, and there's just they I guess it's all on the posh. Posh uh, is It's no wonder that all the team, all the best clubs in the world, want him as their manager. He's he's really. Uh, if he does, he's probably going to win manager of the year, or you know, in the Premier League, because. This is, a, like, a masterful job by him. And it, it's down to the players, too. Like, Vertonghen had, like, an amazing game. He had uh, a goal and an assist. And at first, the assist was very... Yeah. Yeah. Pinpoint to Son. Um But, yeah, it's like, this shouldn't... I mean, it necessarily shouldn't be happening. They do have um, a good team. I think, like, their problem is, nece- is more depth than talent, I would say. But, um you know, I, I didn't think they were gonna necessarily fall off the face of the earth, but I didn't think they would like basically like have they lost. I think they maybe lost one game or, or since Kane got hurt. Uh I'm pretty sure they've
0: lost one, but I'm not sure yeah. exactly.
1: But the, yeah, that was two. I just thought it would be more of an up and down, but it's really been pretty much smooth sailing since Kane's been out. Um so And
0: they're getting him back fairly
1: soon. Yeah, they're gonna get him back for the North London derby. Just in time, which I knew was going to happen. I think I said it <laughs> on the podcast. Um, all right, uh, Ajax and Real Madrid.
0: So this game, I was I felt really bad for Ajax, who played really well, but um, Real Madrid were just a little better, a little more.
1: I don't know what exactly they had. They just had their Real Madridness. I think it's just... I think it's... In Champions League I think it's youth versus experience. I think that yeah, come yeah. down to. Yeah, Real Madrid do have plenty of Champions League
0: experience. So I'm going to chalk it up mostly to that. Although, actually, you know what? The player who's been the most exciting for Real Madrid recently is the one player that doesn't have any Champions League experience, really. It's uh, Vinicius Jr., who had a really good play for that first goal, Kareem Benzema's goal.
1: Mm -hmm. uh,
0: The goal that put them 1-0 up in the second half, I believe. And then, actually, I gotta give a lot more credit to Ajax for fighting back, tying it up. Then, of course, they gave up a close... uh, I think it was to... Vasquez, mm-hmm. somebody scored a goal at the end there, like 86 minutes, or something like that, to give Real Madrid the win away from
1: home, which I think probably it was Ascencio in the tie. I don't see Ajax going to the Bernabeo and winning. Yeah, I don't see it either, uh, especially because uh, uh, Real Madrid has two away goals. Yeah. Oh, uh, so. something we didn't mention. It's really not bad for Ajax. Something we didn't mention. um... UEFA is thinking about getting rid of the away goal rule. Are you for that or against that?
0: You know, my gut was first off to say for it, but after thinking about it
1: a little more, I think I'm going to be disappointed if they they get rid of it. Uh, I hate the away goal rule. I can't wait for them to get rid of it. Uh, We can move on. Uh, Let's go quickly. Uh, Lyon, Barcelona. um, We can do these together since they're both Nil-nil no, no ties. Uh, Liverpool, Bayern Munich.
0: Yeah, it was two nil-nil games on the same day—an incredibly forgettable day of Champions League football. I thought,
1: I thought, um, thought Bayern and Liverpool was a good game, except for the fact that nobody scored. Yeah,
0: I think Liverpool are going to be kicking themselves here because they probably think—well, I don't know if they think they're still favored or not. But they should have probably tried to look, or it would have been better if they'd won because I have a hard time believing they're going to go into Munich and come away with a victory. Maybe they will, but I wouldn't bet on it, to be honest.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, I, would you say the same thing for Leon, Barcelona? It's going to be like pretty tough for um, Leon to go to Barcelona and get win. And win.
0: Yeah, I think Leon's best bet is to just like play for penalties. Honestly,
1: yeah, I, I, I agree with that. I, yeah, that's. I mean, sense. just being honest. Like, no, no, that's. I mean, it's not necessarily. I mean, I don't. Just anything can happen when you get the penalty. So just yeah, park the bus.
0: Park the bus mostly. Although Barcelona somehow they've got the best player in the world. They've got an insane collection. Of attacking talent, and yet they still don't really thrill me. They don't really impress me that much. I'm just like I don't know. They seem incredibly dependent on Messi. And
1: Listen, this is your Real Madrid fandom coming out.
0: <laughs> maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Luis Suarez. I don't know what his deal is. He can't seem to score. I think there's Coutinho. I guess he just doesn't seem to fit. I'm already hearing rumors he's going to leave. Like other than Messi, what? doesn't seem to be
1: working all that well. I mean it's working enough. I still think they're the best team left. Really? Yeah. I mean I um all. I know I know five thirty is really big on Man City, but I just think it comes into like if it comes to like say the semi final or a final where you need a goal, do you trust Barcelona to get a goal or do you trust Man City?
0: Well we'll get to that.
1: Okay. Um Let's do um Schalke Man City first.
0: Yeah, all right. Well, we're already there. Manchester City three two winners. They scored two goals down a man in Schalke. Raheem Sterling got the game winner in like the ninety first minute, eighty mm-hmm. ninth minute, something like that. Yeah, a long ball from Ederson. That was a great pass, by the way. Right. And uh, Manchester City, the last few years, team that you know, one of those neutral riche teams that's trying to, you know, quote unquote buy success but have been unable to make it all the way, you know, to the mountaintop that is the Champions League final. And they've had a way of shooting themselves in the foot and today they or the other day they almost did and they found a way to come back and win. So I think it bodes well actually for Manchester City to win like this. Because it showed, hey, even with some adversity, two penalties that were given against them. I'm not sure if I would call, say both of them were good calls, but...
1: Yeah, how did VAR, how do you think that VAR did in the Champions Made his debut in the knockouts.
0: So, VAR actually, I think, was maybe the biggest loser of the round <laughs> of
1: 16
0: so far. Okay. But, uh, there was a goal chalked off in the Ajax-Real Madrid game early in the first half that uh, would have given Ajax a one the lead that was, I thought, not a great call. There were a few call uses of VAR that seemed... I think there was one particularly in the Atletico-Madrid game versus Juve that it was such an iffy call. Mm-hmm. And the fact that it didn't make it in real time, it felt weird that they were going back and using VAR to to
1: decide it like five minutes after the fact are you talking um, about the Maraudigal? goal
0: yeah i guess yes that one okay so then there, there was another var incident i
1: can't remember exactly oh when like, uh with so, um go ahead was it costa who like it was like if he, if he was like a penalty or not Was it that one
0: yeah, yeah, I think it was. Okay. Actually, I think that was a pretty good use of VAR, though. So, never mind.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I but it it go it, with, it was definitely go with my argument. The reviews were definitely oh. mixed, though.
0: Um, yeah, it wasn't the whereas I think in the in the World Cup this past summer, VAR seemed to have a much more welcome reception, but it didn't have the greatest rollout here in the knockout rounds. But uh, anyway, back to the City Shaka game. I don't think Shakla, who are, I think, 17th or – no, no, 15th maybe in the Bundesliga.
1: Yeah, they're terrible in the Bundesliga.
0: Yeah, I really don't see them going into
1: Manchester and coming away with the win. Right. Even though
0: I would like to see them – or Weston McKinney do well, but I think his Champions League journey is – soon coming to an end
1: yeah so it um it looks like pull it six is going to be done too
0: yeah we'll have no americans left
1: yeah sad day um uh, all right well i mean i think the main event um we were wrong i think did you pick you pick UVA too right yeah um we were wrong we've never been more happy to be wrong we're happy for our pal and uh co- co-host sort of kind of juan diego is Atletico Madrid won two nothing against Juventus? Two goals
0: by two center backs.
1: Yeah, I was very Atleti, of course. Yeah, I was gonna say, and they I'm were all Atleti. like, they weren't even. They were both like sloppy, kind of like just bounced to the right person. Goals too. They weren't like it wasn't even like off like a header from like a corner. Hey man, goals a goals a goal. No, it is. I'm not. I'm not taking away anything. I'm just like it was very like. Yep, that's how they would score.
0: Yeah, it was a very Atletico Madrid victory, I would say. Um, Juventus, I was pretty disappointed with. They had a fair amount of possession, didn't really do a whole lot with it, had a lot of speculative shots from Ronaldo and some other people. But yeah, they looked anemic in attack, and in defense, Bonucci was not that good. He had a pretty rough day. Mm-hmm. So did Chiellini, frankly. And that's supposed to be Juve's, you know, strong suit at least traditionally the last five, six years is their defense. Wasn't that great?
1: Yeah, but those guys are are getting older. To be fair.
0: Yeah. To be fair, I'm not sure why Juve decided to bring back Panucci. To be honest, that was a weird move. Beginning of the season. Yeah. And I don't really think it's paid off, but yeah, Atletico Madrid, I think are probably going to move on. I don't really see UVA coming back from this deal.
1: Uh, no, I don't think so. I mean, it's again, it's like kind of like with Manchester United, PSG. It's not impossible, but it's probably improbable. Uh, yeah. Um, you know, um, total soccer show. Uh, and we have four minutes before we have to like stop and rerecord. Just to let you know. Um. Um uh, Total Soccer Show was talking. They asked um by the way, um Daryl grows back. I don't know if I listened to it kinda of on and off, so I don't know if he's appeared since the cancer um diagnosis, but he was on the show. I don't know. Oh, what's he? Yeah. Um that's good. Yeah, um he seems like he's he sounds pretty healthy. Um oh, good. Yeah, uh for those of you who don't know, Total Soccer Show is a soccer podcast with these two guys from Richmond and one of the hosts uh is diagnosed with cancer and they did a GoFundMe for him and stuff um yeah but they were asked the question is because of like kind of the criminal stuff with the uh sexual assault case and like the tax stuff does that what obviously makes him more unlikable but it's like is that the reason why people hate him so much they came to the conclusion which is no which i agree it's like he's just kind of a dick like he's just does, he's like the ultimate heel <laughs> like he looks like he looks like an asshole he acts like an asshole like the whole thing with the five nothing like or the five uh if five champions league and you uh, like a lady has none It's like, well, you also lost pretty embarrassingly and you didn't really do anything in the game. So like, I don't know. Let's talk about like right now.
0: Well, yeah. Same time. He's got five
1: champions league. So. Okay. Well, you, okay. You're not helping your case. If I'm not. <laughs> All right. um, yeah. Okay. That's, um. So I, last thing I'll say is this game was, um, Pretty uninteresting until um, the first, until like the Marada goal, or that was taken away by VAR, that we kind of got went into a little bit, and yeah. uh, then um, who scored the first goal? Marada. Um, no, 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 that was uh, the one that uh, one was taken away. Um,
0: that was chucked off.
1: Yeah. Um, well, the first goal, um, and then uh, Simeone like grabbed his nuts. Then it got like really interesting.
0: Yeah, that was weird. <laughs>
1: I feel like he's done that before. I think it's just like a thing that he does.
0: Yeah, like apparently, I guess whatever. I guess celebrate when you win, man. It's fine. You can do what you want.
1: That's true. Uh, all right. Um, I think that sums it up. Yeah, I uh, think so. I mean, and so I think we went through all the we went through all the games. I have a little prediction. I think we're going to have a new Champions League winner this okay. season. It's my hot take. Okay, yeah, I agree with you. I think it's going to be Barcelona. <laughs> oh, you mean New has like I never mean, read it new. before? Oh, like, okay. never won it before. Okay, is it going to be Man City? Is that your prediction? Uh,
0: that's
1: why I'm hedging by saying New winner. Okay, so you're like, I, if it's PSU, I said New, I didn't say Man City. That includes Atletico Madrid too. Thank you. Okay, no, so, that's true. Oh, don't say that. Don't put that. Don't speak that into the universe. Just, just saying. I right, hold on one second. Okay. Um. So, um. So you you you're saying first time winner in the Champions yeah, League?
0: that's my that's my prediction. Midway through the round of sixteen, we'll have a, a first time winner. This year, I think uh, some, maybe one of those uh, new faux reach teams I was, I was talking about earlier.
1: All right. Well, um, coming up, I think the biggest game in the Premier League is um, going to be the um, Manchester City-Liverpool. you have a prediction for that game? Uh, yeah. I'm going to predict Manchester City. No, I'm sorry. Manchester United and Liverpool. Oh, Manchester United-Liverpool.
0: Uh, I'll take Liverpool.
1: Oh, by yeah. two. Um, my two, uh, I'll say, yeah. I'll just, just to disagree. I'll say Man City 2-1. Man United. I mean, Man United. Well, wow. um, <laughs> Man United 2-1. Um, yeah. We got Manchester City on the brain. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. So that, that about sums it up. Um, so he's bull prediction, new winner, which could be five teams. So it's like not, but we hold the butt hey hey um all right well um we're on facebook uh instagram um greg has a thing i'll link it all in the description um and we're like pretty much anywhere you can get podcasts sounds good man all right see you bye